Hello, villager. Welcome back to my caravan. The air is cool and crisp, a perfect night to be seated beside the fire. Let's continue on with chapter 12, a lesson in death. Gliding from current to current, Michael soared alongside Callie, watching her. He feared her obsidian wings would falter, knowing how she pushed herself. The gentle light of the moon reflected off her feathers. He never knew darkness could glow so bright. Her dark skin softly lit, her soft, full lips, their kiss in heaven. He never realized until now what a fool he had been to wait to get his human emotions, unable to fully experience and connect before then. The kiss behind the piano. There was the connection, but also a darkness that lingered in Callie's aura. A darkness that hadn't been there when they kissed in heaven. A deep sadness came that he didn't understand. Could the darkness be the reason for the drain on her soul? Callie caught his lingering eye. Michael looked to the Milky Way above them. The North Star twinkled with the souls of the living like candles in an in-kind night sky. They landed on the snow-covered roof of an apartment building on the edge of town. The winds had died down, allowing the falling snow to drift by lazily now. Callie pulled her wings in and clipped the flap on the back of her coat to keep out the cold. Michael tucked his wings as well, then slipped on his now-wrinkled coat. He followed Callie to the fifth floor. They kept their footsteps light to keep down the echo on the metal stairs. Callie stopped in front of a cracked open window with a lit candle on the sill. Callie gestured to the candle and whispered, Danish tradition. The open window lets the soul leave and the light is lit for the person who dies. What is it you do? Some souls get stuck in their grief and caught up in the idea that their life is over. My job is to help them pass on. Like a counselor. Callie nodded. And from there, the souls pass from this realm to the realm of the dead to wait for death to show them to judgment. He was about to respond when Callie faded into her shadow. The only thing that showed she was still, there was a darkened outline. Wow, how are you doing that? He circled her. It's called phasing. Let's me hide in my own shadow. Callie slipped past the candle into the room. He opened the window a bit more, moved the candle to the dresser, and stepped inside. Callie reformed by the bed, where an elderly man's body in baggy pajamas lay tucked under the blankets. A crate of air tanks rested on the floor, and the Roman four line by the bed was shut off. Centuries of helping souls through heaven's gates rushed back to Michael at the sight of the old man dead in his bed. A knot lodging in his throat, his eyes clouded over. He turned to the window. He tried to dry his tears before they could drip from his chin. The last time they fell, he hid in a room where no one could see as he cried at the thought of Queen Alice hurt and blaming himself for her pain. This time, he didn't have a place to hide. Callie's gentle hand against his cheek pulled him from his thoughts. Her brown eyes were free from pain. He could only assume she hadn't seen the memories that haunted him like she had when they'd kissed that was a relief, at least. Have you ever cried before? she asked. A few times, he said. So angels can feel sadness. Yes. He wiped his tear-dampened hand on his pant leg to dry it. Though I've never cried in front of others. Nothing wrong with letting out how you feel. I'm captain. I lead. They have to know they can look to me, depend on me. Said like a true soldier, but even a captain needs someone to talk to.
She rested her hand on his arm. You're willing to keep my secret, I can keep yours. He grinned. I wouldn't mind swapping war stories. I've lived through a few. Thank you. Callie smiled. It's okay if you want to wait out on the fire escape. No, I'm good. He looked at the elderly man. He looks so. At peace? He's really stuck in there? Yes. Callie walked across the room, sat on the side of the bed, and looked tenderly at the old man. She muttered an incantation, the clock stopped ticking, and the flickering candle stilled. Michael knew the feeling of time standing still, but this was his first time seeing it with his own eyes. It was strange either way. Incredible. Don't talk, watch. Her eyes blacked out. She took the older man's wrinkly, spotted hand. Her body shook as a flood of the man's emotions came to her. Her chest rose and fell as she struggled to breathe. Tears dripped from her soft chin to her lap. Callie, are you okay? I'm fine. She dried her eyes using the side of her hand. The soul of the elderly man rose from his body first old and then appearing like he had in younger years. Hello, Manfred, she grinned. Are you an angel, he asked. Something like that. I'm here to help you. You've had a tough life. Maybe, but it was worth it. Fell in love, fought for the country we call home. The wife and I had three little ones who have little ones of their own now. Manfred glanced at the photos on the nightstand. A bunch of scrappers they are, just like their grandma. You must really love her. She's my best friend. My whole world. It was the thought of her that kept me going through the hard times. She was my rock. I thought I'd wait for her, and then we can go together. Callie gave a soft shake of her head. You really think Bonnie would want you waiting for her? No. In fact, she'd probably tell me to get my butt in gear. He chuckled and then sighed. But I can't think of leaving without her. You'll always have each other. Bonnie will make it to you when it's her time, but for now, you get to go first. I'm going to miss this place. He took one last look around the room. He noticed Michael and asked, Who's that? You can see him? Same as you? Who is he? He's a friend. Friend? Manfred cocked an eyebrow. He leaned in close to Callie's ear and whispered. Her dark completion turned a hint of red. She glanced at Michael, then at the floor. Manfred smiled at her. How about we get you on your way, Callie stood. Will it hurt? Manfred asked. Not at all. She stepped back from the bed, moving Manfred's soul further from his body. He peered past his shoulder. There's nothing to be scared of, she reassured him. It's not that, he said. Then what? I hadn't realized how old I'd gotten. Callie smirked. If Bonnie can love me with all my spots and wrinkles, then I know she'll love me after, but she might not recognize me like this. I haven't looked this put together in over 30 years. He chuckled. I'm sure she'll know it's you, she smiled. Thanks, sweetie. They went to the open window. Callie opened her hands and Manfred's spirit was carried out by the breeze. She stepped out onto the fire escape. Michael followed and stood behind her. The world was still. No honking cars, no yelling masses, no beeping buses. He had never known such quiet, even in heaven. Where's Manfred? He looked around. Callie pointed to the sky. 
The sight above held his breath and his mind. A mass of softly lit, iridescent souls floated across the twinkling skyline. They faded away into the fragmented specks of starlight among the clouds. He'd heard tales of the masses of souls that would pass from the physical realm into the realm of the dead, but he never knew how breathtaking it was to behold. Amazing. Michael spoke softly. It really is. Callie grinned. His gaze went to Callie beside him. The soft glow of moonlight fell across Callie's dark skin as she continued to gaze at the night sky with a smile even in her eyes. She truly cared for the souls she helped. She was kind, stubborn, and so much more. The worry that she could have any connection to the rogues vanished from his mind. Callie went to the window and pulled the candle out into the night air. The blare of traffic snapped back as the flame on the wick danced once again. She blew out the flame, a sign that the soul it had stood for had been set free, and set the candle back on the windowsill. Thanks again for listening, villager. Please like, share, and subscribe on YouTube, Buzzsprout, or your favorite podcasting app to help my channel grow. And if inclined, leave a tip in my jar on Ko-Fi at StorytellerSJ, Heller, or on Patreon at StorytellerSJ, Heller, and the Creative Caravan to help support future chapters or swing by my Patreon for free to read chapters, art, and fun crafts. I will see you for the next chapter, and farewell.